Welcome back, everybody, to All Met Sports Talk here with Coach Sherm. It's been an interesting first few days to 2021. If you're like me, I was glad to see 2020 go. But uh, obviously, with the events of this week, it's been a little different start to the year. It looks a little bit like 2020 extended. So that said, hope everybody's have, having a, uh, a good new year. Hope everyone had a good Christmas break or whatever holiday you did celebrate, if any. Obviously, it was a little bit different this year. I personally enjoyed the two weeks off not having the show, although I did miss the show at the same time. So I'm uh, really excited about my guest today kid who I've had the opportunity to coach and really enjoy coaching him. One of my favorite players, one of the toughest players I've ever coached in basketball. It will be an interesting conversation and looking forward to you all hearing a little bit more about him. Before I get to that, this was a little difficult to actually record the show this week, just with everything going on with the uh, terrorist attack on our Capitol. And I'm going to call it what it is. It was a coup attempt by a uh, terrorist group. They don't have to look a certain way to be terrorists, but they were. And I think what bothers me the most is that people who look like me or my kids or my wife or a lot of my players, most of my players, do not get treated with the same soft hands that this terrorist group was treated with when they uh, launched an all-out assault on our capital. I will say that having my father and my father-in-law who served in the military, having several friends and family who have served in the military and are currently serving and, and protecting this country they protect that building, the people's house, and the assault and the coup attempt that was attempted on that is a smack in the face to every American and every soldier who's laid down their life uh, to protect our democracy. And I feel that anyone, any citizen, any politician who had anything to do with that should be held accountable. I've seen people like me and my players and my family killed for far less. And the fact that Thousands of people were allowed to just assault our police officers, our military, and our elected officials without consequence is disgusting, and it needs to be corrected. It needs to be corrected immediately. That said, this is a sports show, but I wanted to get that out. So let's get right to it. And actually, I'm sorry, before we get right to it, I want to just remind everyone that you can follow us on social media at All Met Sports Talk on Instagram and on Facebook, at All Met Talk on Twitter. And I want to give a special shout out, as always, to my guy, Preston Suggs, at King P. Suggs on Instagram, who provides the music, the intro music and outro music each week. I appreciate you, my friend, and make sure you go give him a follow. And if you need some tracks, you know who to go to. All right, so let's jump right into it. My guide, Mr. Trey Carpenter, Donald Trey Carpenter, call him Trey because he's the third. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Doing good. All right. So senior year at Reservoir High School, uh, transferred this year to Reservoir. So unfortunately, I, I know that Howard County did cancel their, their winter season effective on uh, Wednesday, January 6th. So I know <laughs> Wednesday the 6th was not a fun day for a lot of people. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's an interesting, interesting predicament you're in, especially being a senior. So, I want to talk about that. But first, um, you know, I ask all my guests who come on, all the players to kind of talk, and coaches too, to kind of give me your background. So you're a senior now. You played your first three years at St. Vincent Pilate. But where did you start? What, what youth sports? I know you played football as well as basketball as a kid. What other sports and, and did you play and what organizations did you play with when you were growing up? Oh, yeah. So probably my first team, like, organized sports. I played flag football first. 
with uh, Coach Rusty Valentine, my man. That's my like, guy. Right. <laughs> I played with him through, like, the majority of my years playing flat, and it was me and his son, Lewis. Okay. And what organization was, was that? I forgot. Like, was it Maryland they, Terps, maybe? Nah, it wasn't, man. Like, it, it was the flat ball one at first. Like, I forgot. Like, it was when you, like, like five. It was like you were, like, young, young. Yeah. I forgot what they taught it. I forgot what they taught it. Okay. But, yeah. Then I, and I said that, Maryland Terps. I meant Ellicott City or Howard County Terps. I'm sorry. Yeah. Then after that, I played rec basketball with my dad as a coach. Okay. And then when I started getting like real serious about sports, uh-huh. I played for Coach Rusty's tackle football team, Ellicott City Patriots. And like, okay. like that was my first time like really like organized real sports. Okay. Yeah, Rusty Valentine, man, that's my guy right there. Love Rusty. So um, great coach, great man, great mentor. And, and as you can attest to. All right. So then you start high school, uh, you get recruited heavily. I know you had a few high schools that were recruiting you pretty heavily. You, you choose St. Vincent Pilati. I know coach Murphy was there at the time, uh, you know, who loved you obviously. And you play your freshman year with coach Howard. So how was that transitioning into high school? Oh, for sure. Yeah. The, the transition in high school, like you just see like the complete difference. Yeah. And like every level you jump, there's an obvious difference. In high school, the obvious difference was not only the athletic ability of the people, but how organized they were in the sense of helping, helping on man to man, like you know, one foot in the paint, and all the mm-hmm. details that really in middle school and AAU you're not really paying attention to. Right. So that was the biggest jump for me. And Coach Murphy and Coach Howard in particular got that better for me in the sense of me understanding the game, understanding the details in the game. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's. I love that you said that. That's actually because there's a lot of you just brought up the defensive side, mm. you know, which is important. And there are defensive schemes. We've talked, you know, when I've talked to a few coaches on here, we always talk about kind of the lack of defense that you see, uh, just depending on the program. Public school and private school are, are different a lot. I mean, there's obviously some incredible public school programs that will beat some some incredible private school programs. But those little fundamentals, you know, when you actually get that from a great coach, you know, it does matter. Um, you decide to transfer this year to your home school in, at Reservoir. And I, I know you guys were looking forward to a season. Incredible team that you guys have. Reservoir made a deep run last year. Uh, and Coach Pope, that was his first year as a varsity coach, and they made an incredible run. Brought almost everyone back except their point guard which then made it nice for you to <laughs> to slip into so yeah. uh you know what was that like you know i mean it's it's tough switching schools but what and then obviously you've been online learning this whole time so it's right i mean just incredibly tough but what has that been like i mean what was the excitement like to get ready to go you know pretty much come home and play with your buddies i mean the the excitement level was definitely there because i'm thinking of all my friends from middle school Jalen, bobby and even Caleb will play with AAU when I was a, a little boy. Like, so, you know, it, it would be fun to play with them because we have a deep chemistry just from knowing each other for, for so long. So right. it would have definitely been a fun and definitely would have been really good. So it was kind of disappointing that it got canceled. Yeah, I'm really sorry about that. I know this is – it's been just rough on so many players like yourself, especially your seniors. And this was a big year for you. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, I know that you're getting a lot of attention uh, at all three levels of, of – college right now we're not we don't have to get into those schools obviously we won't don't want to tip your hat but um what's your gpa by the way because i know you have a very strong gpa too to go along with your uh incredible basketball ability and i always like to highlight that with you guys as of right now yes 
as of right now, last quarter I had a 4.0 in this quarter. I also have all A's. Okay. But what, so what was it coming in then? It was, when it was coming in, it was a 3.6. Great. All right. And that's perfect. I mean, that's, you know, I like to highlight that because it's, you know, a lot of people can say, well, he can shoot, he can do this, he can do that. But, you know, when mm-hmm. colleges see coming into your senior year with a 3.6 and then you have a 4.0, you know, all your senior year, I mean, congratulations, Trey. That's, that shows you testament to how hard you work in the classroom as well as on the court. What's it been like training through a pandemic? So, you know, obviously the season gets canceled. There's no AAU that, that occurred. But what have you been doing oh, to, oh, just I to keep working. in shape and, and, and train? Oh, for sure. All summer, I, I worked with Coach Fred Brown. Mm-hmm. And I, I continue to work with him, him and Coach Darwin in the weight room because our gym got closed recently. Mm-hmm. But that's what worked us rise. I've been working with Coach Jordan over at Mount St. Joe. Mm-hmm. Great coach, great trainer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Both of them, actually. We had Coach Fred Brown on, and I'm hoping to actually have uh, Coach Jordan on. You know, I mean, he's kind of a rival of mine, but I, I love that guy, man. He's he's a great recruiter. He's a great coach. He's a great trainer. And obviously, Coach Fred Brown, you know, NCAA champion, surrounding yourself with some really good guys there. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely cool being able to learn from someone who not only played at the highest level, played as the greatest player of all time, Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. but also picking his brain. And, yeah. and have his advice. And also with Coach Jordan, having someone who understands the game and is pitching to the details and what you can improve on, like footwork, drills, and all that type of stuff. So it's really Yeah. Cool. So what's your trainer? Oh, wait. Did you say the greatest player of all time was Michael Jordan? Yeah. My man. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to leave that one alone because you're going to start an <laughs> argument with some of your teammates. <laughs> all right. So – uh, what does your training look like? So when you go to work out with, with Coach Fred Brown, uh, what does that look – and Coach Darwin, just talk to us about what this looks like and, and how many days a week you're doing it because I think it's important for some of the younger guys to hear just how much work you're putting in in the off season. Right. And with Coach Jordan, too. You could go through the whole thing if you want. Right. I mean, all over the summer, I worked out almost every day. I'll probably have one, one day break, like, depending, but it was, it was mostly every day. And it was vertimax work. It was basketball work, working on his shooting handles. And it was his strength and conditioning. We would run like five miles. Like, it was real. It was, it was real tough. Yeah. And, and now, now because we were working out in the gym, but since the gyms are closed, now we're four times, four times a week in the weight room. We have two arm days, two leg days. And then because of the gym being canceled, I have to find other routes. So, of course, I worked, worked out with Coach Jordan. Uh-huh. And he, he found this nice little warehouse, you know, like <laughs> this type of time where you got to, you got to, you can't make excuses for yourself. It'll be easy now to say, oh, well, the gym is closed. I can't work out. Mm-hmm. But if you really want something, you will find a way to get to it. So that's yeah, what I'm doing. And I saw you running too. I knew you were going to work out one day. I was like, is that Trey running and it's hot out here? So you were actually putting in some miles jogging before going to work out. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I ran five miles yesterday too. I mean, you know, I can I can sit up here and make decisions for myself. It's cold or what? It, it's not cold when you're sweating. So just go yeah. up there, put it on, and, and keep going. Amen. I love it. With the 4.0, y'all, make sure make sure you all hear that. He's putting in five miles, then going to train, and he has a 4.0. So no excuses. That's right. Maybe that's what I should title this episode. Just no excuses. <laughs> All right, so talk to me about your strengths. Uh, wh- how do you see yourself? What strengths, you know, what are your biggest strengths of your game? I think, I know you're a great point guard, but I think that you're an incredible shooter as well. 
So I think mm. you're a great combo guard, but you tell me, what do you think? What are your strengths and, and what's your best position at the next level? My strength is definitely being able to facilitate, but also being able to score in a variety of different ways, mm-hmm. whether that's going to the basket three or especially my mid-range shot, which a lot of people don't do anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say my patent is. And I obviously when I run to college, I would like to be a point guard mm-hmm. because my ability to facilitate and not only to facilitate, but create my own shot, especially mm-hmm. the college level when there's different, when they run like screens, a whole bunch of organized and, you know, that would be really good for me going off right. screens, my teammates involved with the screen, popping and picking. So, yeah. The other thing uh, that you didn't mention, incredible court vision. I think that you oh, see yeah. that there, there's some passes you've had and I'm just like, how did he see it? Like, I didn't even see that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, I, and I don't need to see everything else. I'm on the bench watching. But yeah, I mean, I, I think you're definitely a, a, a college point guard. I agree with you. But I think that uh, your court vision and, and don't man, don't don't sell yourself short on that defensive side. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you had a great game last year uh, against Sidwell Friends where you can, you know, just completely shut down. What's his name? Ryan Cornish? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you know, but you had talked earlier about kind of the defensive schemes and knowing defensive footwork and where to have your foot at all times and, you know, playing on ball, off ball, you know, how many passes away you are. So don't sell yourself short, man. A lot of people don't get that. And I do agree with you. I think that your mid-range game is incredible. So definitely I think there's some college coaches, if you're listening, you got one here. Uh, you are starting to get a lot of looks. And so what is that looking like moving forward? You don't have to give the name of any schools. Like I said, I know that there's quite a few schools who are interested in mm-hmm. you. But uh, and, but because you have not signed anywhere yet, you don't have to uh, to name them. Uh, but what's that been like? Just kind of, you know, you, you know you want to go to college next year. You, you're a great student. But the recruiting process when you're not having a season, there was no AAU you know, you're kind of left up to tape and then schools can't even have you into the gym to work out because they're under their own guidelines. So how frustrating has that been? And, and what's that process been like? It's been pretty frustrating knowing that, like, that there was a potential for me to get looked at by a variety of people, by a lot of people. But, I mean, I just got to focus on what I can control. I can control all the variables, but I can control how I proceed. So, mm-hmm. but, you know, it, it is frustrating not being able to, not being able to have coaches see you and having them having to rely on tape, which obviously doesn't show truly what you can do. Right. But just got to do what I can. Yeah. Well, you're doing it, man. I mean, I, I think that that's, you know, that's definitely proven. You're doing everything you can despite the variable. So I applaud you for that. All right, Trey. Well, it's been fun, man. I appreciate the time. And before we get out of here, I got a couple quick hitters for you. All right. All right. So, uh, for the audience, if you're not used to this yet, Trey does not know the questions I'm about to ask him. So <laughs> this should be fun. Uh, so your top three moments playing sports. What have been your top three favorite moments playing? Top three favorite. Uh, probably probably my first top three moment, I would say, was going to the championship, I think it was sophomore year. Mm-hmm. That, I think mean, St. Francis, I think it was the JV season. That was that was that was definitely one of my favorite moments. Then I was that was saying, a good game too. I it mean, was that, a good game. I think you guys want it, it. I know I'm kind of a nerd for analytics and numbers, and I <laughs> kind of remember certain games. But I think you guys won three of those quarters, but had a really bad like second quarter, maybe yeah. ended up losing the game. But um, but yeah, that was a good one. That's a good pick. That was an incredible game. That was a lot of fun to watch. And, and, like, that season in general, like, that season and freshman year season 
Mm-hmm. I would say freshman year season was probably my favorite with Coach Howard and John. Like yeah. that, it, it was just, it, it was just fun. Man, and, you and John were like the like thunder and lightning out there. <laughs> I know. <yeah. laughs> then I'll yeah. say my third favorite is probably probably when I was young, young. Because mm-hmm. I remember we're in a tournament. And, like, it was just – we had back-to-back crazy close games. And in those games, I made a free throw to go to overtime. Then I made a buzzer to go to three to go to overtime in that very next game. So, you oh know, it, it, it was just – it was just a, a good – it was a, a fun day. I mean, it was just competitive. Like, the energy was high. And I, I was celebrating with my teammates. Like, it, it was just a real field drill moment. Wow. That's cool, man. That is fun. All right. Favorite three artists, musical artists? Musical artists? Dead or alive? Uh, Recent, like now, I'll probably say Lil Uzi only because like he, he's fun, like he's just fun, and like he, he just be in a happy mood. Okay. But, like, number two ever would probably be Biggie. Yes, I sir. Mean, <laughs> I mean, there's no debate in my opinion. He's the joke. Other people say Tupac, Rockem. I'll put Rockem up there, but for me, it's Biggie. Uh-huh. Like, that's my that's my dog. Three, three. I don't know where to go with three. I don't, I don't know where to go with three. Bottom. Okay, you can stop it too. Yeah, I'm All right. Two. All right. That, that oh, works. wait, no, no, no. Three spy group. I'll say the tribe called Quest. Okay. That's three. Man, you're an old soul, man. You got Michael <laughs> Jordan as a best ever. <laughs> the tribe called Quest and Biggie in your top three. I love it, man. All right. Okay. Starting five for the NBA, and it could be any, t- any era. It could be, you know, retired or current. Up to you. You're my point five. guard, my point guard would have to be Magic. I don't think there should be any debate. Point guard would probably be Magic. The shooting guard would have to be. It would honestly have. To, it, it would have to be Jordan. I mean, yeah. Some could already told, like like if you already told me, I would, I would take that. But it would just have to be Jordan. Okay. It, I small fort. It would also have to be LeBron. Yeah. I, so, yep. but the power forward, I, I would probably put Hakeem and then Shaq. Those wow. Hakeem will play the more finesse game, but he can also play physical. Shot just a, a dominant post practice. Like with that team, they'll yeah, be beat everybody. Very, yeah. There'll yeah. be no chance. They'll probably, they could reasonably go 82 and up. Yes. Okay. I agree. Now, I just want to remind everyone you did not have these questions beforehand. And you no. just spit out <laughs> that five that fast. And I concur. There's nobody beating. You can put. I, I dare anybody to find five that's going to beat that team. <laughs> I like it. Uh, and last question, Trey, before I let you get out of here, is dinner with five people. You can have dinner with five people, dead or alive. Dang. And it dead doesn't have to be – it could be people you know, people you don't know. does not matter. I'll probably, I'll probably have to go with people who aren't alive right now just so I didn't, like, pit their brain. You feel what I'm saying? Cause, okay. Like, I'd always have dinner with someone who's alive, but like, okay, like, I like that. I like that. Just to pit their brain, definitely who will want to have dinner with the two people who will hands down is Malcolm X and Muhammad Ali. Those are two people who I would love to have dinner with. Awesome. And then the other three, I'll probably put James Baldwin up there too. Trey, what are you uh, doing to me, man? Okay, <laughs> I like it. Uh, Marcus Darby. Okay. But five, I, I don't know for five. I, I can't think about five. But, but if, if those four at a dinner table with me, I would learn a whole lot. Yes, like, you would. Yes, you would. I would too. You may have changed, made me change f- f- 
a few of mine. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give me a fifth, though. Fifth? Ah. Doesn't have to be anybody you'd have to necessarily learn from. It could be anybody. Anybody? Anybody. Yep. Hmm. Oh, then, then, oh, then it'll probably be Jesus. Like, there you go. You're going to leave Jesus out, man. <laughs> I would think that Jesus is like too divine to have dinner with. I'm like, all right, it's probably Jesus. <laughs> all right, that's good. Good five, man. I like it. All right, Trey, that's it for us, man. I really appreciate you coming on. I do have one more question for you. So when you do go away to college next year, and I know that you know, you have some great schools interested in you and you've already been accepted to several really, really good schools. So congratulations on that. Right. What do you want to major in? I want to major in business. Business? Okay. Anything in particular you want to do with that after you graduate? Uh, like I've had a, a variety of ideas, but I think my, what my plan is, uh-huh. is also like, I want to like probably get an internship at a business and then like get a little job. But I'm also interested in real estate, like flipping houses type stuff. Okay. So, like, I'm kind of in the midst between those, but right now my major would definitely be business. Yeah, well, hey, you take that business degree and do anything. You do a few different things. So, I like it, man. All right. Well, thank you, Trey. Again, uh, Trey Carpenter, Reservoir High School, class of 2021. Uh, Check him out. You know, great tape, obviously. And really appreciate you coming on, man. I'm really proud of you and, and happy for you know, all of your successes. And just keep working hard. You know, like you said, you know, there's no excuses. So keep training hard, keep working hard in the classroom, and excited to see what's going to happen for you next year. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate it. All right. And, again, thank you, everybody. Come back next week. Have a good guest lined up, a couple good guests lined up over the next few weeks, and excited to start off 2021 with a bang here with my guy, Trey Carpenter. And thank you for all the support and wishing everybody, again, a happy new year. It's still within the first 10 days, so I think I could say happy new year. Talk to you soon.